Hello, Esther Deborah here, and this is Agape Love, Love is Here. This is one of the many video sections of the ministry of Pastor Deborah, helping people the Lord's way. Please enjoy the video, and we look forward to you coming again. Pastor Deborah hopes you enjoy hearing about how she has learned how to help people the Lord's way, and have her many wonderful spiritual experiences throughout many, many years of helping people. Welcome again to a video of Agape Love, Love is Here Ministries. This is Pastor Deb. Love always and forever. Hello, Kenya. Hello, Pastor Henry. This is Pastor Deborah. I'm coming all the way from Pensacola, Florida, in the United States of America. And I wanted to send all of you there. And I saw your pictures on that Pastor Henry had sent me. You are such a beautiful family and people. I love you so much. And I wanted to come to you because Pastor Henry had asked me to come and do a crusade. But I told him I don't physically travel anymore. I don't have any money and I'm 68. I'm doing my due diligence. I'm staying home. And I'm also making sure that when I do go out, I wear my mask. Because COVID is over here in Pensacola too. So I travel now on on the roads and seas of social media. I'm going to be going into Iran and Turkey and Syria and Algeria and Lebanon and Libya and Yemen all by video. Oh, yeah, they can get Internet in there, believe me. And if I got to go in dreams and visions, I go that way. But I wanted to say hello and welcome. I'm going to provide for you three videos on a wonderful, wonderful topic that has great emphasis on our lives and it helps us to understand ourselves and even God better. So this is just the welcoming video and I'm going to give you a brief about what the three videos, the series called The Inheritance as you can see back there is about. Oh, yeah. Some of us, we know a lot about it. But there's a lot more to learn. First, we're going to have to learn what is an inheritance. Did you know that we as human beings have an inheritance that's been prepared for us, set up and waiting for us to come of age? Mm-hmm. There's lots of different parts of that contract. And did you know that the God we serve, the Most High, He also has an inheritance that He had to grow up. Because when He first got started, believe it or not, He was a rowdy young one. We know that from the Old Testament. He got upset a lot. And He had to learn Himself He couldn't be a child in his feelings anymore. 
He couldn't just respond that way anymore and get done what he wanted to get done. So he too had to come of age in order to get his inheritance. Yep, I'm going to teach on that. Yes, God has an inheritance and it's written down in the law. It hangs over his head. And he has to deal with his feelings just like we do. Because you'll learn when you're nothing but a child, ooh, a young one, you get mad a lot. You're just running on your feelings. You're not thinking. You haven't passed and grown up yet. So we're going to learn about first in video one, what is our inheritance? There's so many parts. I went with my father years ago to a lawyer so that he made out a will that when he passed on, he was going to leave some things to his children. So I watched it occur legally. What a parent wants to leave their child. So I knew about inheritances. I received financial inheritance. But I gave it all away. I didn't keep it. It was never mine to keep. But we're going to talk about all the many different things. I went and did a Bible search and a Bible study about our inheritance that God has for us. And it's waiting for us to give to us. I also learned about the legal contract that must be applied. That we can't just get it because we want it. We have to live by certain conditions that the contract says. We may have to come of age. We learn a lot about that in the, old, in the New Testament where Paul says, when you act a certain way as a child, you're just a child, just like a Gentile pagan. Or you may believe in Christ Jesus, but you have not yet passed from death into life. Mm-hmm. We learn a lot. I just learned this. God revealed he too had to come of age before he could receive his inheritance. And then the third video will talk about receiving the possessions of the inheritance. I've received it because I grew up. And so I wanted to come to you and just talk to you a little bit about these series that you can use and you can study yourself and you can look at. Let me see if I can get my notes here. Okay. I'm going to see if I can go through. Hang on just a minute. I'm back. Alright, I'm just going to give you a real brief, uh, quick glance. It's what some of the different things this inheritance means. As you know, maybe from your family, if your parents or grandparents left you something, a piece of jewelry, a house, even traditions and customs are inheritances. But also our ignorance can be an inheritance. Our love of nature can be an inheritance. It's something we get from our relatives, our ancestors. Listen to some of this about inheritance. Uh, and I'll give you the scripture references so you can start looking them up. First Samuel 2 8. 
there is an inheritance that's waiting for you called the throne of glory. What is that? Don't know yet. Psalms 25, 13 says we will inherit the earth. How do you inherit the whole earth? Doesn't that belong to God? Isn't that his? Isn't he the owner? But right there in Psalms 25, 13 says we're going to inherit the earth. That's worth studying. Is that the earth we have now or the new earth? Hmm. Psalms 37, 11. We will inherit the earth and delight in the abundance of peace. We're going to inherit the earth and an abundance of peace. Hmm. Interesting. Worth looking at. Psalms 37, 22. Those blessed of my father will inherit the earth. What is this deal about inheriting the earth? As a possession? Are we supposed to own it? Well, if we own it, what are we supposed to do with it? Well, does that mean planet earth or does that mean my physical dirt body? Does that mean all the animals and all the plants and resources? What does it mean? That's why we're going to study. Here's a real important one. This is about God himself. God shall inherit all nations. Well, I thought God already owned everything. No, he put himself under his own law. Because once you start studying God, you will see in the Old Testament, he's a young, mighty, and he was a child. Throwing temper tantrums. Flooding earth. Killing all the animals. Angry, angry, angry all the time. That's what youth do. He had to grow out of it. He had to learn, I can't fight this flesh. I can't strive against it. I ain't going to do what I want it to do. I just got to back away. And go find some peace. I'll go rest for a little while. And leave them to their devices. You'll learn that about God. Because we reflect him. We see him. When we look at a little baby and a child. And it grows and it's got folly and disobedience as a child and it slowly starts growing and learning becoming wise and more prudent in its emotions more duty bound fixed on a purpose not so much getting jumping at all the feelings and stuff getting angry so God too had to grow up Proverbs 3.35 says, The wise shall inherit glory. How do you inherit glory? What is glory? What does it mean to be wise? We could take each one of these scriptures and do a teaching on it and talk on it forever. Number 7. Proverbs 
21. Wisdom will cause those that love her to inherit substance and fill their treasuries. Well, what is wisdom? It's a her. But I thought wisdom was God. I thought he was a male. Oh, goodness. We've got to do some deep studying here. What it's saying is if you love wisdom, but you probably don't have any. Pastor Deborah didn't have any. Because wisdom only comes after understanding. Understanding only comes after you perceive something. But we're to inherit substance. What does that mean? I haven't studied all this out yet, but we can and we will. I can come and I can do this with you. Teach Pastor Henry, and he can teach you. There's deep, there's levels of in the Bible. We have the child's level, we have a teenage level, a young adult level, we have the full grown adult, full of wisdom level. It's all trying to help us spiritually to grow our spirit person. Then our spirit transfers, shines out that knowledge and wisdom we've learned to the soul and the soul goes yeah but that's not what I know I only know what comes from my five senses so we have to do a lot of work on our soul for it to submit to this new knowledge and wisdom and it to back down from being our controller in our childhood our soul is in charge boy we're touchy with our feelings we want to feel pleasure and sex and we want to eat food and that's all we think about and and we can't think of anything else. We just want to, okay, that's a child. We're just a pagan. Number eight, Proverbs fourteen eighteen. You can inherit folly if one Remain simple. Did you know you can be ignorant of something? Disobedient, rebellious. And you can inherit that from your parents or your grandparents. If you remain simple, without knowledge, without understanding, without perceiving, without changing in your spirit... You will inherit the folly, the ignorance of others. But it continues, said, but a prudent, that's an understanding and wise person, are crowned with knowledge. So wisdom is trying to get you a crown of knowledge. That's part of your substance and filling your treasuries of wisdom. It does not want you to be a child. You cannot help your people, your nation. You cannot fight the spiritual enemy. You cannot speak to the wind and the rain and viruses and bacteria as a child. It won't listen to you. It won't obey you. You're not inheriting the earth as a child. 
Number nine. Isaiah forty nine eight. One can inherit desolate heritages. What that means is, if you come from a family or a village or a nation that's been desolate, empty of any loving God and kindness, it has no wealth and riches of wisdom. You can inherit that. We look at it. Where do your family come from? Who was your grandfather? Who were your ancestors? Maybe you even inherited their name, which may not be a good name. Did you know the word, the name Adrian, sounds beautiful, means dark lord. Some people over here in America, I talk to a lot of uh, dark-skinned people. I ask them, what does your name mean? I got one Walmart cashier. Her name is Kenya. She has no idea what it means. And we got some names of some people. They don't know what it means. It's an African name, but they have no idea. Names are connected to your purpose and destiny. Gives you your image and your character. Okay. Sometimes you would get names like Running Bear. Because the mom of the first animal she saw was a bear running. That's your name. Because she wanted to give you the characteristics and the image and the nature of a powerful running bear. So you have to look at your names. So young, being young, sometimes only fire comes out of you. You're filled with darkness, anger, no patience, no kindness. All you think about is yourself and me and I. That's a child. And until you grow and come of age and think of other people. And you have a love for other people. That you're willing to die for them. You're not. You're still a child. I'm back. I had to put my paper down. Okay. Isaiah 54.3 Your seed shall inherit the Gentiles. That sounds strange. And make the desolate cities to be inhabited. Well, what would that mean? Who are the Gentiles? Why would I, my seed, what does that mean? Why would I want to inherit the Gentiles, whoever they are? How am I going to fix their cities? I didn't know they were desolate. There's people in them. That's not what he means. We'll talk about that on a video. Isaiah fifty seven thirteen. He who puts trust in me, and who do you think me is, shall possess the land and shall inherit my holy mountain. You gotta even inherit his holy mountain. What does that mean? What land is he talking about here? Those who trust in me. What does that mean? What level of trust are you talking about? We're going to go searching. Because you'll learn a lot about him. And you. 
and law and contracts and inheritance. Zechariah 2.12 The Lord shall inherit Judah. Well, I thought the Lord owned everything. No. He created it, but he himself put himself under his own words, his law. He too has to grow up and not do what he does in the Old Testament. And we see that when Christ Jesus comes along. He's loving. He's got an attitude adjustment change. He had spent a long time, about 400 years, being quiet, thinking. See, a lot of times we just said he was waiting for the fullness of time. Yes, he had to grow up himself. He had to put down his childish, foolish ways of trying to deal with flesh. And quit being so angry at a darkened spirit. He had to take time out from the world. Because it's hard and he had to go off. Who knows where he went. We didn't hear from him for a long time after between the Old Testament and what was he doing growing up. He prophesied and said and he had to go sit down and do business with himself. You don't know that about God? That's because you're not personal with him yet. You can't see him in all of his ages and all of his character. We're made just like him. You look at a little child and a teenager and a young adult. He is showing us himself. He's saying, I had to grow up in order to get my inheritance. What Judah. Okay, I had to do it. I had to stop doing what I was doing in the Old Testament. So the next time I came and really interacted with mankind in my son, I'm a different God. I'm loving and kind. I'm working. I'm not fighting with you. So the Lord must grow up himself. You'll see it. You'll see his changes. He's saying, I do it. You do it. I just discovered this the other day in studying this. They're saying, why does the Lord have to inherit anything? He owns it all. But he put himself under his own law. He wants us to know about him. A lot of the old religions, they're still stuck with this old child, this angry God of the Old Testament. This young teenager, strapping young man, so to speak. This mighty soldier is going to go kick some butt in war. They haven't met him after 400 years where he became of age. And he, he himself released himself to do loving ministry on earth. All that anger that you saw was gone. Because he came of age. And he was released by his own law. And we'll read that in one of the videos. The New Testament, Matthew 19.29 29. Giving up all. The disciples shall inherit everlasting life. You have to inherit everlasting What is everlasting life? Is that immortality? Is that knowledge? 
You don't know? Well, we'll find out. Matthew twenty-five thirty-four. Then shall the king say unto them on his right hand, Come, you blessed of my father. A lot of good teaching in there once you study what that means. Doesn't mean you're just saved because you can have some saved people, but it means those who hear the voice of God as a sheep. They know his voice, they follow him, they don't have to be herded and pushed like goats. You, these blessed ones, will inherit the kingdom that's been prepared for you from before the from the foundations of the world. Huh. Now we gotta inherit a kingdom. What is a kingdom? It's a government system. It's power and authority and dominion. Ooh, that sounds pretty powerful. That takes us to Matthew twenty twenty three. To set on my right hand. No, I'm sorry. Let's go. And on my left. Oh, this is Matthew twenty twenty three. I think. Uh, James and John's mama asked Jesus if he would allow his two sons, her sons, to sit on his right hand and his left hand on the throne. And here's what he said. To sit on my right hand and on my left, that position is not mine to give. But it, this position, shall be given to them. For whom it is prepared of my father. So even Christ Jesus says. I can't give you something that. Only the father can give you. Now we're going to go into some. The New Testament. 1 Corinthians 6 9. This was strange. The unrighteous. Shall not. Inherit. The kingdom of God. Uh oh. Well, what is the kingdom of God versus the kingdom versus the kingdom of heaven? Are they different? Yes. What is the kingdom of God? It is the influence of God's kingdom, authority, and dominion on earth demonstrated. So when Pastor Deborah speaks to viruses, diseases, and sicknesses as a fully grown adult child... Who has been released by the Father himself into ministry. I am given all my inheritances. Now some I still have to wait. Because like the new earth has to be created yet. But it's on my account. So when I can. As a full grown adult. I've come of age. I can speak. To a virus, a bacteria, leprosy, and say, die. Because a full-grown spirit has authority over all the things of the flesh. Even nature itself. We saw that when Jesus spoke to a fig tree and cursed it and it died. When he spoke to blood and issues dried up. When he spoke to demonic spirits cast them out 
and people get in their right mind. They stop vexing and tormenting. He heals a man who had sin in his life at the pool of Bethesda for 38 years. Some of your sicknesses and diseases are due to sin. Vexation by demons. Inhabitation by demons. That one guy in the tomb, he had a legion of them. Some of them just had bacteria. Leprosy. That's easy. That's just a virus. But you can't speak to that. Until your hearts have no longer a child. And you have been granted. There's levels of your inheritance you'll be granted. So let's keep going. 1 Corinthians 15.50 Flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God. Neither does corruption inherit incorruption. What it's saying is that when you are just a flesh creature, a child. Go look in Galatians. Paul says as long as you keep acting just like you did before you got saved and all you want to think about is flesh, eating, drinking, sex, getting back at your enemy. You're always angry. You're just flesh. You're living in it. You're not looking with spiritual eyes and hearing with spiritual ears and judging righteously with spirituality and wisdom from the kingdom of heaven. As long as you act that way, Paul says, you will not inherit the kingdom of God. You will not be able, your prayers will not be heard. When you follow other people, ancestors, traditions, other gods besides the God of this Bible, well, that's the way we always did it. That's the way the elders taught us. When you do that, you're not following the voice of the Bible. I'll tell you a story about that. I was in a church service. And the pastor said, Let's get in groups of 12 and pray for people. That sounded good. Praying for other people, having a prayer meeting, calling out to God. He said, But God didn't tell me to do that. But I think it's a good idea. So I said, If God didn't tell you to do that, I'm not following you. You're another voice, I'm not listening to you. Do you know most of our prayer meetings when we shout and holler, it's all flesh. Did you ever see Jesus do that? You look at some of the things. He goes quietly by himself off. In the early morning, his disciples don't even know what he's doing. And they ask him, how do we pray or do whatever you're doing? Even your prayer meetings are just flesh. Hooping and hollering is all flesh. You don't see Jesus doing that. Or even Paul having a prayer meeting that's loud and screaming. That's flesh. And flesh and bone will not inherit the kingdom of God. Jesus Christ is your example. Nobody else. I don't care what your pastor says. Or ask you to do. I have denied. I have refused. Many times to even stand up when the pastor says, let's pray about this or pray about that. Because that wasn't a godly request. So in this story, I said, I'm not going to do what God did not tell this pastor to do. 
So some lady came over to me. She said, come on and join our groups of 12. No, Holy Spirit won't let me. So I just kneeled, turned around, kneeled down, put my head down on the pew, closed my eyes. And I started praying, oh God, help people. Get them saved, heal them, get marriages restored. Help the children. Next thing I know, I hear, daughter, look down there. They are not up here with me like you are going, oh my God. My physical body was in the church, but my spirit had left. He said, "They, you are up here with me in my throne room. You're not down there with them. He says, I don't hear them. But sir, but sir, they're praying to you. They're calling out to you. And your word says, if you pray, believe that you hear it. He says, I didn't order it. This was not of me. It's all flesh. I didn't tell the pastor to do this. And he told you. I didn't tell him. But all those people, those 2,000 people down there, followed another voice. The voice of flesh and blood. But sir, they don't know that. He told them. I didn't tell him to do it. He thought it was a good idea. They're not up here. I am not obligated to hear their prayers. It's flesh and blood. They followed another voice, the pastor. I do not have to hear them. I go, but sir, their hearts are so pure. They want people to be saved and healed for you to touch them. Because I don't hear them. And I don't have to hear them. I only hear What I order. I only respond to my words. You're up here with me. My heart was breaking. I saw 2,000 people. Praying out loud. Like you probably have done many times. To God to help people. Praying out loud. And he said it's just flesh. Jesus would go off by himself. Quietly. didn't do group prayer stuff he didn't form prayer circles he didn't do that Paul didn't do that why are you doing that prayer is a private quiet time I can do it over here and I can pray with you But it's not what you think it is. So flesh and blood is not going to inherit the power and authority and dominion of the kingdom of God on earth to help people. Also Galatians 5.14 through 26. Go read it. It'll tell you. Hebrews 6.12 Through faith and patience. You can inherit the promises. Well, if you, most children are not patient. They want it now. Sort of like God in the old Bible. Get your life straight. 
faith, what does that mean? Well, I believe is that faith. Why do you need faith? Faith in what? Faith in who? Need a lot of patience. If you're going to inherit the promises, what are the promises? Have you studied those? Okay, so you got to inherit promises. They're there. They're written out, but as long as you are have little faith, it doesn't say anything about little or big, but you must have patience. First Peter three nine says how to inherit a blessing. Even blessings can be inherited. Desolations can be inherited. Curses can be inherited. And blessings can be inherited. And Revelations 21.7 says, If you overcome all things, you will inherit all. Let me take that. That's not right. You will, by overcoming, you inherit all all things overcome what inherit all things what does that mean got to study then it goes back and I covered a little bit about God so listen Exodus fifteen seventeen, the mountain your inheritance A place the Lord has made to dwell in. In the sanctuary which your hands have established. Inside of your spirit is a mountain. That is God's inheritance. It's his place that he's making to dwell in. His sanctuary. Which his hands have established. He's trying to get in here. The mountain of the Lord. Exodus 34 9. Tables of your inheritance. 1 Samuel 10 1. Did you know that being a minister and a pastor, we are a captain over the Lord's inheritance? The people are his inheritance. So these videos, we're going to go through these as much as I can. If you want more, we can do more. There's a lot to learn about the inheritance. There's a lot to learn about God and what he has to go through to inherit what he is to inherit. There's a lot that we can inherit. Good things and bad things. We can maybe, if we never grow up, we will never inherit all things that he wants to give us. So these three videos, this is just the introduction, believe it or not. I'm going to come in with video one, and I think I've got it. Just a minute here. It's basically called The Inheritance. Video two is called Coming of Age. And the final video is receiving the possession. And we'll go through these a little bit more in detail. Go look up the scriptures. 
do a study on it. You look up every word. You go slow. One of the things I liked about one of the greatest men that I did watch a lot taught me about the kingdom was Miles Monroe of the Bahamas Faith Ministries. He's in heaven now. I think he actually came to Nigeria years ago. He would say, this year the Lord says we're going to have one topic that we're going to talk on. Usually it was the king, the kingdom, the keys, the characteristics of the kingdom, the characteristics of the king. Maybe you can pick a topic and for a whole year, every sermon is involved and revolves around that one topic. And everybody that studies is studying the scriptures for that. Having small groups discussing and looking at. Just one topic for a year. Did you know the Bible is actually about a king? A kingdom and the kids. That was Miles Monroe's favorite stuff. But most of us don't know anything about it. Because we grew up in democracies. Or authoritating dictatorships. We know nothing about a kingdom. And the kingdoms we did have was very perverted. But God came up with that. King and kingdom. I have a whole series of that. And I'll show you up. Maybe over here. Up here. I'll link that. The king and kingdom series. Because you got to study that. You have to understand inheritance. Of a father to his children. So that's another whole concept of God. And you have to understand how the law works in that. And it's all been written down. It's already recorded. And we learn about all the different requirements. How we have to think and do and believe to inherit certain things. And you can see the Father's heart who wants to give us this but he must have us Because he learned the lesson himself. You can't get what you want when you're acting like a child, angry and a bully. He was sort of like that in the Old Testament. He was more angry. And that's what we see a lot in Islam is an angry Allah. Because he ain't grown up either. Mm -hmm. So you become a loving and kind, merciful, forgiving God. Patient. And you learn about love. And God had to. He got started off with a big bang. Wanted to be all good. And it got spoiled. And he got pissed off. And he couldn't control himself a lot. And he was angry. So he took a break. Between Old Testament and New Testament. And grew up. And we meet him again. In Christ Jesus. Different kind of God. He grew up. He passed his test and then with patience he learned. Because even a God that has all knowledge and everything he had to learn some things himself dealing with flesh and blood. It ain't nice and you just can't fight it. So he had to change. So he shows us how to do it. So enjoy this hello and welcome Kenya video. From Pastor Deborah, Gopi Love, Love is Here Ministries. And I'll get up, get this on the web. I'll send it to Pastor Moses, uh, excuse me, he's in Uganda, Pastor Henry. 
and he can show it to you. And you can get started, and then I'll come back maybe in a week or two with video one of the series of The Inheritance. Love always and forever. Pastor Deborah, a spiritual teacher all around the world, a Bible study teacher, one, a leadership development person. And thank you. I am honored and I will treasure this invitation to come to you. Can't travel, you know, personally. But boy, we can sure come online. I'll take the fastest way there, the internet. Don't raise any money for me. I don't take any money. It's all free. If I never meet you on this life, I'll catch you on the backside, on the new earth. Because we're all coming back to a new earth. Catch up with you there. Until the next video of The Inheritance. Love always and forever, Pastor Deborah. And this is just the introduction. See you on the next video. Love. Bye. Thank you for listening and watching this video. It is an honor and a pleasure to have you stopped by today and watch. This is Pastor Deborah, and I hope you come again and watch many, many more videos and learn and grow spiritually and hear how she has helped people spiritually, the Lord's way, for many, many years. Come again. Watch another one. And we welcome you to be a subscriber to the channel, to make comments. And if you wish to contact Pastor Deborah, please email her at her email address for the ministry at Pastor Deborah at agapeloveishere.org. You can also see these videos on Twitter and on the website in the many different sections that they are put into. Enjoy, and it was once again an honor to have you watch and listen. Thank you, and come again to another video of Agape Love, Love is Here Ministry, a ministry of helping people the Lord's way that Pastor Deborah has been doing for many, many years. Love always and forever, Pastor Deborah.